So we wanted to kind of just update everybody on where have we been? What have we been doing? Why has it taken us so many months to put out a new episode? Why is the last episode that we put out on Bitcoin? Well, we have all those answers and more. Show. Welcome back to the All of Life Show. I'm your host, Stuart White, along with my beautiful, lovely, talented, amazing, some other adjectives, Alicia White. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, thank you so much for having us back. It's been a while. We have um, some big news and an explanation for why we took such a long break from the podcast. But we are back now and we are back with information for you. Little tidbits. Babe, do you want to tell them what those are? Well, so we posted on our Facebook recently saying that we had big announcements uh, and that we had new episodes in the works. So first of all, we are hard at work on planning new episodes, booking new guests, and we are uh, enjoying life in a different place because we moved from Central Oregon to Middle Tennessee. So we moved here back in May, and that is part of the reason why we have been incredibly busy just trying to get settled into a new life. This was a huge move for us, something that we we really just believed that God was pushing us into. And it had been the culmination of several years. Yes. Yeah, so almost three years ago, I don't know, it, we started this podcast January of 2020. So right before January of 2020 and, um, and actually simultaneously right around that same time, we had been through a difficult season. We've shared it before on the podcast, but we, um, we had started a f- fostering uh, two little kiddos um, about a little about four years ago and a little a little more than three years ago they were transitioning out of our home and it was a really difficult time for our family um, it's multifaceted the reason why it was difficult number one we just missed the kids a ton um, but it was it was also really difficult to have them in our home um, just with some medical um, social social and emotional things that were going on with one of the kiddos. Um, and then just getting used to having them around and then having to send them on to their adoptive family was really difficult. But we also had some other dynamics that were going on that were um, a part of the, their case that made life incredibly, deeply stressful and um, I would say traumatic for our family. So it is important that you understand like this was not something that we just came to lightly. We really took a lot of time praying about it. In fact, the idea came to us, I think it was right around October, 2019. Yes. Uh, it was shortly after we had transitioned those kids out. And it was, it was such a heart-wrenching time. It was such a challenging time. The Lord started a work in us uh, and completed some other works going on in us and in the lives of our family. And this has been something that we didn't make this decision lightly. And so we wanted to kind of just update everybody on where have we been? What have we been doing? Why has it taken us so many months to put out a new episode? Why is the last episode that we put out on Bitcoin? Well, we have all those answers (laughs) and more. So yes, here we are. And uh, so we want to give you some of the updates on our move. 
reasons why we moved. And uh, just hopefully this helps answer some questions. And maybe you're in the process right now of trying to decide what is it that the Lord is telling me? What is it that he's leading me to do? And as is so often the case, this is what I have found for myself. God will allow not just one, but multiple options, multiple choices. And often they're all good. They're all okay. I told some people the other night, he, he goes, here's one, two, and three. And you go, okay, so which one is it, Lord? And he says, yes. And you go, well, that didn't, that didn't help. And the reason being is he wants to do more than just tell you what to do. He wants that to be something done in the relationship that is faith. Uh, but I'm getting ahead of myself here. So let, let's it's just dive good, in. babe. You just yeah. give him a little teaser. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. 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 All right. First, let's cover the reasons why we moved. So as I was saying, we uh, we went through this really difficult, traumatic um, time. I don't want to say foster care was traumatic because we actually fostered after that several times. And we had some beautiful, amazing experiences and ended up with um, who we call our daughter now, who just turned 19 the other day. She was with us for a year and a half. And, um, and we never would have been able to have her without the journey of foster care. And so we are very, very thankful um, for that. But when we were going through that transition, transitionary time, we were truly feeling like our family could use a fresh start, something to, um, break us away from the, um, I don't know, the, uh, uh, if if I'm being honest, I think we wanted, wanted to run away at that point. But we even talked about that a little over three years ago or a little under three years ago. We like, didn't want to make that yes. decision just out of fear instead of faith. And yes. So that was, it was hard because if you've been in those moments, and I'm sure most of you have, not running away when you feel like everything within you is telling you, just run, just run. Um, you just, you have to allow the Holy Spirit to, lead you and guide you in that because you, you're, you're probably going to make a bad choice. Like had we made the same choice two years ago, I'm pretty sure it would have ended mm -hmm. up not what it was supposed to be. We, not that God, we would have been outside of his will or something like that, but that we would have had a whole different series of chastening and learning and yes. growing in, in faith, I think. Yeah. And looking back, I can see God's providence in um, like holding us off on that decision until we did go. Number one being had we moved when we wanted to, we would have gotten here right at the beginning of the pandemic and we would have, it would have been very difficult for us to build community. So that being like the number one reason, but um, there were a few, so, so that foster story was what started this conversation. We took about two to two and a half years talking about, praying about, discussing this decision um, amongst ourselves with our closest friends and family. It was probably, um, typically I, for me, I make decisions very quickly. Stu is a little bit more of a slower processor, likes to wisely consider all of his options. And I just like to dive in head first. But um, this, I would say this decision has probably been the longest, most prayed about and considered decision that we've ever entered into. So a few of the reasons that we, that we had. Oh, wait, wait, I did want to say. Oh yeah. So Go for it, babe. To, to, just add a little bit of maybe the the weightiness of the decision. We had lived in Central Oregon for almost 17 years. Alicia and I were married, uh, and that was the first place we ever lived together as a married couple. 
we actually married in Arizona. We met in Arizona, but I had moved to Central Oregon to be the worship leader for a church there. And I had met her right before we moved or before I moved and we were just friends. And so then we end up uh, in this long distance relationship of sorts. And within six months of that time, we were like, yep, you know, we're married, like just about right from dating to married. It was six months. And so we married in Arizona. Next day, we pack all of Alicia's stuff because she was still living there. And we moved to Oregon. In my 1995 Ford Escort. Yeah. We, all three of our kids, uh, biological kids were born there. We, um, all of our community, all of the people that we hold dearest. And uh, you guys, if you're listening, you know who you are. Um, Our church, all of the things that the Lord did in our lives, um, the best years really happened there. Mm -hmm. So I just, I say that because I want people to understand that there is, it's not like, oh, we lived there for, you know, six months and then decided to leave or something like that. It, It really was like, this is our whole life. We're, we're making a crazy decision here. It seems crazy from all external points of view. Um, and I know some people are like, why, why would you, why would you leave? And now, now we can get into here are the reasons. So So the first, the first one being we had been through a really difficult situation and, um, we're looking for a fresh start. Uh, didn't want to run away from our difficult situation. We knew that the Lord would, um, be faithful to work things out in us if we chose to stay for the time that we did. And he was very faithful in that. And we're thankful for that. Um, as a result of the pandemic, we uh, were kind of forced into, I don't want to say forced into, but we had already been homeschooling our oldest daughter. Um, but then- We had literally like started three, two months maybe two before? Two months before, yeah. yeah. Um, and, but then because of the pandemic, we ended up pulling our middle daughter out of public school and homeschooling her as well, which was an incredibly difficult transition for her. Um, You can imagine going through the trauma of basically having two siblings and then losing them in the same year that you start your first year of kindergarten and then um, are taken out of kindergarten halfway through. Uh, It was just a really, really difficult transition for her. We also... um, Part of the difficulty of that foster situation was um, we ended up needing to sell our home and move out of the neighborhood that we were living in. Um, And we moved into a much smaller house, a house that was about half the size. We closed on our house and moved into the new one um, the week of the quarantine (laughs) for, Mm -hmm. for, um, for COVID. So it, so Stu was working from home at that point or not then started working from home. Like within a month. (laughs) Yes. And now all of the kids are home. We're in a house that's half the size. We are bursting at the seams. Um, We're all going through emotional trauma and it was- Having to figure out how to homeschool Mm -hmm. kindergarten and uh, our oldest uh, at the time was fourth fourth grade. grade. And then having a toddler at home um, and then welcoming a, 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 our first teenager into our home. So it was it was busy. It was chaotic. It was not um, a good learning environment. So our one of our most important things in our move was wanting our kids to be back in school. Um, and we had started doing research on schools in Middle Tennessee, and they are some of the best in the country. Um, and so that that was a factor. Um, for us. So that was one of the reasons, uh, another, one of the reasons were, um, 
more opportunities for work and to grow the podcast. So babe, maybe you want to discuss that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I had been, um, in tech for the better part of a decade now. Um, and I say had been because recently I transitioned out of that and that was, uh, some would say not having a job would be, um, a curse or something, but it, for me, it was actually an answer to a lot of prayer. Before working for that company, I had been on staff at a church, which I was at the church for about six years, and I think on staff for five. And um, I had been the worship leader and the tech guy at that church. Uh, this was in Central Oregon. So that was my first job moving to Central Oregon, uh, was working for this church. And the crazy part is that job originally was the promise of $400 a month. Now I was a single guy, no, no wife, no kids. Um, and I was like, yeah, okay, I'll take it. And I even had to get a, a second job just to be able to support that. And then eventually that moved into having a full-time gig doing just that. But if you're, uh, on staff at a church, you would probably know that you don't do the thing you do on Sunday, uh, the remaining hours of the week. So, I wasn't like playing music and leading worship 40 hours a week. That would be, um, your voice would get pretty tired after that. <laughs> and so I ended up transitioning, not just into leading worship, but I learned web design. I was the computer guy. I was um, learning audio engineering and different things like that. Graphic design, like none of these am I the, the world's greatest at, but I am your classic jack of all trades, master of none. But as the saying goes, jack of all trades, master of none, oftentimes better than a master of one. So I can do a lot of the things and do them decently well, but maybe ne never as good as the person who's a super pro at that thing. That that being said, with um, with the pandemic and knowing there was probably a recession coming, we had considered the fact that Central Oregon um, was kind of, there were, there was not a lot of, I mean, while it's an absolutely beautiful place to live, there's not a lot of, um, commerce or opportunity for, um, jobs in a, in a recessionary period. And so. couple that with the fact that anyone who could work remote though, wanted to live there because mm -hmm. central Oregon bend in particular is a very desirable place to live. You've got tons of outdoor activities. You've got mountains, Mount bachelors right there snowboarding, skiing, mountain climbing, rock climbing, mountain biking, like mm -hmm. all the fun things that people want to do. So when that pandemic hit and people could work remote, tons of people sold their homes in the Bay Area in Seattle and Portland, and they moved there and kept working remote, which is great because it is bringing some level of income, but it isn't necessarily bringing any more commerce um, in, in the form of new business to the area, other than that they're buying more groceries and things like that. Yeah. But it, so it, it, it was getting to be something of, of a problem there. Like jobs were sparse. There were tech jobs. There were things like that. But Lots of fast food jobs, but yeah. you know what? Just uh, have slightly moved past that stage yeah. in our life and supporting three Not kids. Not saying I won't. If no. I have to, <laughs> I, I will. We, yeah, I could flip some burgers, but... Um, so yes, the, the Nashville area has some amazing opportunities and for forecasting for our family, um, it, it made sense for us to be in this area. Um, and then to piggyback on the back of that, we did just see some things in Oregon, especially over, um, the pandemic where politically our, 
our family, our morals, our um, what's important to us and the way we want to raise our kids, uh, Oregon no longer seemed like a good place to do that for our family. We, we won't soft sell it. They were incredibly far left progressive. Uh, so like we are more toward the conservative side, if you hadn't guessed, but it's not just that we can't live somewhere where that, you know, there are people with differing mm-hmm. opinions. It was that it was very quickly becoming, there's only one way it will ever go. It's only voting one direction. And it wasn't that we wouldn't be willing to stick around and slug it out and really try to do things to change stuff. But the way things had gotten to this point had taken 20 or 30 years of effort and it was going to take longer than that. And so with our kids, getting them back in school was a very big piece of that. And we had on numerous occasions, I'm, I'll just go ahead and step on this landmine. Oh, you're going to step, yeah, on, a step land- on a landmine. Okay. I feel a little more freed up to just say my things. Body yeah. yeah. Ready? Uh, we had several people in our church, Christians, fellow believers, Christian godly families come to us and say, yeah, I'm dealing with right now. My um, teenager thinks she's a they or a he or, and it was literally because of sending them to public school. And I'm not bashing on public school. Like there are great public schools. Our kids happen to be in a public school that is a good school. And, but in these instances, this is what we knew was going to be consistent across the board as far as the schooling options for us. It was either that or spend a whole lot of money on private school or do what we believed God was doing, which was pushing us and moving us in another direction. And so that is one of the things you you mentioned this, but our kids were kind of in an unhealthy place. Like just the the difference that it has made being here. Um, Our kids, they had friends, they had good friends back home, but in our neighborhood itself, there was nothing. And it's not that there weren't kids. There is just something about it wasn't the thing to play outside. It wasn't the thing to ride your bike around and have neighbor kids and um, just go and play with them. So they were cooped up. They were in the house. And like a lot of you, you were cooped up. Your kids were cooped up. You were homeschooling and you were like, how do I do this and work full time? And and that was us too. We were really overwhelmed with that issue. We We had talked many times and had a conversation about we have the freedom to go. We have the freedom to stay. We don't necessarily think that the Lord is... Um, is mandating that we do one over the other. But we did have multiple things that kind of pointed us to the Nashville area that kept coming back, kept coming back, kept coming back. And we couldn't shake um, the notion that the Lord was kind of asking us to step out of our comfort zones and and asking us to trust him that he would have something really beautiful um, if we chose to go. And so one, one conversation in particular that we had was that we knew if we stayed in Central Oregon, we needed to stay in faith that that the Lord had something for us in it there and we needed to stay and be faithful there or we needed to make the choice and go and go in faith and um, and trust that he was going to be faithful to us in the leaving as well. And both Stu and I at one point just had 
kind of an overwhelming peace that it was time to go. And the beautiful thing about the Lord is he's not going to let us go from his grip. And if it was absolutely awful, we would move back. So now it has been um, almost five months Mm -hmm. since we've been here. And so um, we just want to share with you a little bit about how it's been since we've been here. Um, I, I could not babe, tell them how our life looks now compared to what it looked like six months ago. I would say diametrically different. Like it, it's, it is 180 degrees better in a lot of ways. Uh, the, the biggest way though, that, uh, I think that it, it is improving is there's, there seems to be margin in our lives in, in things. And it's not just trying to keep the boat from sinking. It's, it's really trying to be intentional with our kids. Like, yes, we have a podcast and it's about marriage and family and, and relationships in the light of the gospel. In no way is it because we're experts in those things. In a large part, this podcast is us right there with you figuring it out and trying to walk faithfully to what God has called us to do. And I think that we've had an opportunity here. Um, my job situation changing has been a huge blessing. Like the first week or so, it, it really was a wrestling thing for me. I was, I was realizing it, this was something I didn't expect, but it, it hit me harder than I thought. And then after that, though, the Lord brought some things along that ministered to me in such a way that was just like the peace of, of God coming over me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I, he's never let me go. He's never let us go. He's never failed us. He's there for us. This is a not just a, some bad thing that's happened and now somehow it's up to me to figure this out. This is really God doing a new work. And uh, I, we joked because moving, I kept saying, we kept saying, this is like Peter getting out of the boat and walking on the water. This move is sort of that. That's what we thought. Then turns out that was just the getting in the boat at the shore. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, get in the boat. And okay, yeah, we're in the boat. Now we're out in the middle of the water and then the storms come and then we're walking on the water and then, you know, we're called to do things in faith that uh, are literally impossible of our own strength and ability. Mm -hmm. We cannot walk on water. We have zero ability to do that, but Jesus is doing things in our lives to provide for that. So, um, so we've bought a house in a wonderful neighborhood. Um, it is probably the perfect neighborhood in the entire world. Yeah. I don't know how we got. I mean, this we lucky. may be biased, but yeah. Um, but our our kids, uh, our kids have an amazing school. The two younger ones are going to a local public school that is wonderful, and then our oldest is doing a a homeschool hybrid Christian tutorial type program. So she's at home part of the time and then at school part of the time. She's taking classes that she loves. Um, All of our kids have been incredibly connected almost immediately. They ride bikes around the neighborhood without their shoes on all the time. Just waiting for their feet to get injured. Yeah. Um, They uh, are plugged in at our local church that we started attending. We took a few months to find a local church, but ended up at a church that came recommended to us from a friend who was coming into our last church as we were leaving. Um, 
who just happened to be uh, from the same town that we moved to. So, um, so we are very thankful. We started getting plugged in to that church, started recently serving in music ministry there, which we love to do. And we've done the whole time we've been married. So we're, we're very thankful for that. Um, we have also spent some more time working on some mu- musical projects, which has been really fun. Um, picking up songwriting again, which we had kind of laid to rest because it's sometimes it's really good to write songs when you are in a uh, stressful, stressful or, or um, really emotional period. But for us, it was difficult because we like to write songs about redemption yeah. and we hadn't really seen the redemption yet until recently. So yeah. it's been beautiful to start songwriting again. I think there will be some songs now in retrospect, you know, like seeing the the path and seeing the way things are going. Um, and actually just this morning we did a, like we, we have a little songwriting um, morning writing type of Exercise. Um, exercise. Yeah. It's not actually for song, just songwriting. It's more just creative writing. And so I've been doing it. And then Alicia joined this morning and then we had our oldest daughter who was homeschooling. And I was like, well, you want to do it with us? And we sit down and we do it and you do like a five minute exercise with a prompt, then a 10 minute exercise with a prompt and then a 90 second. And so the five minute exercise, they give you a, a word. And so you're writing about a who type of thing. And it was balloon man and our oldest when it gets to her we both have tears in our eyes because she she's 12 and she's writing this like beautiful perspective and each of us did something different with it too it was like it was like i i wrote like from the perspective of a balloon guy who's twisting balloons together right for uh for kids um you wrote from like a hot air balloon guy and then avi our oldest she writes uh from the perspective of the big dancing guy that's waving at like a car dealership that's being inflated. And it was beautiful and it was so creative. And we're just like, who are you? One of the lines she said is I watch, I watch happy families leaving with their new cars and, um, I can't remember how she put it because I can't even do but it justice. I'm, I'm empty, full of air or something she, she like that. She yeah. said they leave with their smiles, but I'm stuck here. Um, I'm stuck here watching. And it, like, I can't even do it justice yeah. because she was so good I'm at like, it. But I we were like sobbing, well. <laughs> not because, um, not just be like, it wasn't just good because we're her parents and we're proud of her, but it was such like an overwhelming sense of pride that, um, and, and, also, I think just like watching um, the place of insecurity that she was in six months ago compared to this girl who has just bloomed and flourished over this time in a period of time where she um, is in a really, she's in a really transitionary period herself, just going from being kind of a, a kid to a young lady. And mm-hmm. um, and so this could have been the opposite for her. This could have been a very difficult, stressful, disconnecting time. And uh, for her, she has really grown and just has been thriving in this environment. So to watch her be so creative and just so good at it, something yeah. so naturally was like- Yeah, where amazing. you're like almost jealous because it's like, yeah. what the heck? Yeah. How did you- <laughs> Where did you come from? But so, babe, what can, is what's next? What's next? That is the exciting part because well, we we have some big news. We have some big. News. We weren't even going to mention this, and then, but we decided why not tease yeah. it out. We are working on a book. Yes, a book. Actually, it started as Alicia working on a book, and then we're like, why don't we write this together, and we'll take turns writing this. So, it is more or less our testimony, our story, 
and using that in um, light of the gospel and the way that God has worked in our lives through the Holy Spirit and the gospel to to just transform us. And He's still working. Um, you you know the thing that I nothing against books and authors and things, but so many of them I think can be summed up in one chapter. And um, but to sell a book, they have to write a longer book, and then it's usually written from a perspective of, I once had a problem and now everything's fixed and now I'm fine and have never had a problem ever since. That's not our story, right? Mm -hmm. We try to be very real and honest, but even trying, you just naturally, you kind of want to not bury your soul, Mm -hmm. you know? And so we try to fight against that. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) Me, me more than anyone. Yeah. But you try to fight against it a little bit. And uh, I'm really excited for this because I think this is, it's going to go really well. Alicia's started it and now I have to do my part and actually get some writing done, but uh, we'll get there. And then we have, well, we've been mapping out our next episodes for the podcast. So yes, we have about 10 episodes mapped out. So we are going back to our normal routine of weekly released episodes Uh, We are very excited for that. Um, We will be transitioning the podcast to full-time. So this is always something that we have done part-time, but now we have the time to make it full-time. And we're very excited because this podcast has been very special to our hearts. It's been Mm -hmm. years in the making. um, About It was about six or seven years ago that Stu wanted to start this podcast. It took us about four to five years to actually get it going. And now we've been going for a couple years and um, it'll be our third year is coming up in January and we are ready to make this full time. And the reason why is because we have a heart and a passion for for communicating how the gospel of Jesus Christ applies to every single area of life. And it's not just for our salvation. It's not just something that we that we need for coming to Christ and getting our way into heaven. This is something that we need on an everyday basis. We need to preach it to each other. We need to preach it to ourselves. And frankly, social media and the internet needs more gospel. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's never going to be... Uh too much gospel on the internet. You know, it's, we just have so much void yeah. in our lives. You just look at social media, you look at things, you look at people literally crying out into the void to the emptiness. And, and what they're really saying is somebody help, somebody, mm-hmm. somebody save me, somebody rescue me. Uh, and we're here to say somebody has rescued you and his name is Jesus and you can know him personally. So that is the point of the show, the all of life show. It is applying the gospel to every area of life, that you you are not a compartmentalized person. You are not somebody who is separated into categories of this is my work life, this is my home life, these, this is my kid life, this is my political, political life, life. Yeah. cultural life. Yeah. If you are a Christian, you are submitted underneath Jesus Christ and everything in your life should flow down and from who Jesus is and what he says and what he does and an understanding of the gospel. You will never run out. It is a bottomless well. You will never plumb the depths of it uh, in totality. You will never exhaust his grace and you will never run out of uses for the gospel in your life. So 
There we are. Um, Other than that, what do we got, babe? Well, I was going to say because of making this more full-time, while we do have our planned episodes that will be coming out that are just ideas that we see happening in our culture and things that we want to address, most importantly, we want this this content to be very valuable for you and we want to answer questions for you that are going to be helpful and useful in your daily life. So we would love for you guys to send in to info at all of life show dot com um, that's all of life yes, show not dot olive. com not olive <laughs> yeah that would be it's probably yeah. a really great podcast about olives but yeah but not know. this one um info at all of life show.com and we would love to hear the topics that you guys want to see discussed on this show um furthermore we have started doing video with our podcast so yes. we are going to have more of a presence on youtube as well um so we would love for you guys to go over to the all of life show on our youtube channel and and we do also i should mention if you're boycotting youtube uh and there are plenty of reasons <laughs> uh we have it on rumble as well. So you can check us out on Rumble. Both are great uh, platforms. The video will be pretty much identical to between the two. Yeah. But this this right here, you who are watching us right now in this video, we appreciate the fact that you are watching us and we want to grow this. We know that there are plenty of opportunities. It's not just about the podcast. It's not just about video. We are not about um, trying to pursue this as some sort of get rich thing or anything like that. We just want the more ears, the more eyes, the more gospel opportunity there is. With that being is. said, please like and subscribe. Yeah, please like and subscribe. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for having us back. We are very, very excited to be back, um, to be working together. All right, we'll see you next week with our new episode. And uh, thank you guys for having us. God bless. Bye.